My name is Reverend John Yaxley. Welcome to our Methodist podcast, whoever you are and wherever you are. This is the first time I've recorded a podcast like this and uh, it can feel a little unnerving and worrying. I feel I could easily get things a bit mixed up or wrong. But I'd just like to say that today our theme is the authority of Jesus the authority of Jesus. So my feelings and emotion and yours too, in some ways are not the real issue or the real matters. What really is important is that we uh, recognize Jesus and his leadership and his rule and authority. Our call to worship. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to worship you together. We recognize you as creator of all that we see and experience in this life. You are worthy of our praises and the praises of all creation. We pray for a sense of awe and a sense of adoration as we come together this morning. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you live in us 
through the presence of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this powerful song which reminds us of your majesty and your kingship. Thank you that in an amazing way you inhabit our praises today. Guide us and have your way in this time together and in our daily lives we pray. Amen. Psalm 111 Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, studied by all who have pleasure in them. His work is honourable and glorious, and his righteousness endures for ever. He has made his, his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are verity and justice. All his precepts are sure. They stand fast for ever and ever and are done in truth and at righteousness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever.
from Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verses 21 through to verse 28. Jesus drives out an impure spirit. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. Just then a man in their synagogue who was possessed by an impure spirit, cried out, What do you want with us? Jesus of Nazareth, have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Be quiet, said Jesus sternly. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. The people were all so amazed that they asked each other, What is this? A new teaching and with authority. He even gives orders to impure spirits and they obey him. News about him spread quickly over the whole region of Galilee.
begin this message today I would encourage you to find yourself a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and just to write on it what comes to your mind when you consider the word authority this isn't something you've got to do but I feel it would be good uh, if you could do Thank you. What does the word authority mean? Well, I looked this up on my computer and I found these words really. Authorization, right, power, mandate, license, carte blanche, official permission, sanction. What is it about Jesus that amazes others? There is something going on in the synagogue that the people notice, notice powerfully. There is teaching with authority and teaching with power. An impure spirit comes out of a person at Jesus' words. It is Jesus' words that I want to focus on today rather than Jesus' actions. So this morning in this message you will hear these words several times. Because he taught them as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law. We've had a reading from Liz this morning, Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. Earlier in the book of Mark, which moves very quickly from one place and event to another, John the Baptist has prepared the way for Jesus to come. Now John is in prison. Jesus has been baptised in the River Jordan, 
sent into the desert to be tempted by the devil. And then he's made this announcement in Mark 1, verse 15. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Different things are happening here. What an announcement by Jesus. I suppose when you took your pen and paper and thought about the word uh, authority, it may be people who stand out in your life, people from various situations. There's two people who've made amazing speeches in the past that I want to mention. I've often been a bit in awe of Martin Luther King Jr. And that well-known speech, I have a dream. I have a dream. Winston Churchill, who said, we will never surrender these islands of ours. My mother tells me that people would gather round uh, the wireless to hear Winston Churchill's speeches because they were so amazing, so encouraging. Two people who had authority in the way they spoke. Something is happening in the synagogue that amazes people. We cannot be clear about Jesus' posture, his body language, or his gestures. We know he spoke sternly to the evil spirit living in the man. Be quiet, come out of him. Powerful words spoken by someone in control. The spirit came out of the man as Jesus commanded. I said earlier in this message that authority is similar to authorization, right, power, mandate, carte blanche, sanction. I didn't even know most of those words when I began grammar school in 1968. And I certainly didn't, if I had known those words, I would have no idea what they actually meant. Maybe I did five years later leaving that school, but during my time there, I certainly knew the teachers who carried authority. The ones who meant what they said, the ones who dealt out homework and expected it to be done on time, and those I could mess around with, not bother about the homework so much, not take the lessons so seriously. I don't know if I could have explained much about that dynamic at the time. I certainly couldn't fully understand all that was going on in that new school for me. It was a new chapter or time in my life, from a small village school of 20 people to a grammar school of about 250. A new time in my life, a new chapter. It's a bit like that for the people who will hear Jesus preaching in the synagogue and see him healing, isn't it? 
They sense a new era is beginning. This person is amazing. There's authority in his speaking, in his actions. He is not like the teachers of the law they have heard so many times before. Good people, perhaps, good teachers, learned, devoted to the teachings of Moses, certainly, with their own authority and status, but not as much authority as Jesus. They are amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. I sat through many lessons at that grammar school. We had some teachers who knew their subject really well. And I suppose in their own ways, they were passionate about those subjects. But they couldn't deliver or teach them well. They couldn't engage pupils. I was in a history lesson once. And our teacher was teaching the whole class at length about Napoleon defeating the Turks. And I sat there. Suddenly from nowhere I heard my name being called. Yaxley, what did Napoleon do next? I looked down at my notebook to where my finger was pointing and I said he defeated the Turks sir and the whole class erupted laughing laughing at me and I had no idea why they were laughing that's a vivid memory for me I hadn't been listening my mind was somewhere else. Partly my responsibility, partly because the teacher did not engage or make history exciting for me. And there was no danger of people's thoughts or minds wandering off when Jesus was teaching. People seemed to be entranced, captivated, challenged, by his teaching and much else as well. Here are some verses from the Bible about Jesus' authority. At the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Matthew 9, 6. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sin. He said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to man. I mentioned earlier today that I have been a bit concerned about this podcast, whether I'll get things right, 
whether the recordings will be clear whether people will hear what I'm saying or preaching and the fact that a speaker can be encouraged or at least get a good dynamic and conversation and reaction with a group of people a congregation we call it in front of him or of her I can't see you although you can see me I don't know how you are responding and you can't give me feedback at least you can't do so just at this moment but you know with this dynamic with the situation in the synagogue the people can see Jesus there will be responses mutterings perhaps shouting out and we know that word about what happened there will quickly spread around the local neighborhood maybe no internet no Facebook but people will talk people will be excited People are amazed at his authority, his new teaching. They will know that the former teachings pointed to the, to the arrival of Jesus as Messiah. Or at least they will begin to know that. We know a much fuller picture at this time in history, don't we? Quite possibly, the people in the synagogue, like us in some ways, would be stuck in their ways. Maybe happily so. Certainly the leaders of the synagogue would be happy to have their positions and their authority. As events unfold further, Jesus will continue to amaze and he will challenge the status quo because he taught them as one who had authority and not as the teachers of the law later on Jesus will say some amazing things in John 11 verse 28 I am the resurrection and the life in Mark 2 verse 28 the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath Jesus will encapsulate or explain the Ten Commandments of the Old Testament by giving two commandments Matthew 22 verse 37 through to verse 39 Love the Lord your God with everything and love your neighbour as you love yourself. So as we move into conclusion of this message this morning, I don't know if you took out a piece of paper, found a pencil or pen and wrote something down or not. I don't know whether you got bored with what I've been saying or distracted like I was 
in that history lesson at school, whether you listen really intently. But I do hope that Jesus' teachings will challenge and amaze us, even today, in a fresh way, that there will be a new sense of amazement. We have been put in a difficult situation lately because of the effects of the coronavirus. We have been challenged to think and live differently as Christians and as churches. In that dynamic and situation, which is tough, in the isolation and separation, there is still opportunity for Jesus' message to break through, amaze us, and even challenges, challenge us with authority. Like the people at the synagogue, we have choices and we have responses to make. Let's commit to Jesus' authority today. He is head of his church. He is head of his church because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the Lord. Amen. Our prayers of confession. Lord, we often fail to recognize authority, especially that you are Lord over everything. We struggle too to give others respect, others over us respect and the support they deserve. As your followers, we are sometimes too timid and fail to remember that we are your ambassadors on earth, that we have an authority about us because of who you are. Forgive us. Now we pray. Heal us, cleanse us and restore us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Some prayers of intercession for others. We pray for all who lead and govern through this challenging time of coronavirus and Brexit. We think of people sick with the virus and those who have lost loved ones. For people living in difficult circumstances through lack of food, sanitation and space. We remember those caught up in countries where leadership is authoritarian, where it is dangerous to challenge governments and those in power. We think of people who want to stand up and be counted who are in fear. We remember those in prison, especially because of their Christian faith and other faiths too. We ask that you give each one of us the integrity to live lives worthy of you and be in true obedience to you. Move in our lives so that we have a good attitude to those in authority over us. Help us to, to realise today that you empower us 
and give us authority to live powerfully and remarkably for you in this world. Amen. Now let us pray the words of the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. If we just focus on that prayer for a moment, we will know that the Lord's Prayer uh, does focus very much on the authority and the rule and the kingship of God our Father in heaven.
a prayer of benediction or our closing prayers. Shall we pray? Lord, enable us to live for you today and every day. Help us to live life with respect and honour for you. Where people are an authority over us, enable us to support them and respect them too. Where we have authority, let us use it wisely, considering others. And now the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. 